G'day, my name's Martin Murray and you're listening to the In The Paddock podcast, where we talk all things farming. G'day and welcome to another Wednesday Tech Talk, a bit, a little bit late coming to you on a Thursday morning, but yeah, and apologies for missing last week, just being flat out on the road, doing a few things, travelling around, and um, yeah, running a bit behind. So today I want to talk about measuring pasture and uh, pasture growth, that sort of thing, um, for when you work out your feed budgets and your grazing and all that sort of stuff. Now that I don't really know a heap about. I'm, I'm not definitely not an expert in it. Um, but you know, if you you know your beast, you know your DSEs and how much feed you got on offer. It's not too hard to work out. But as I said, I'm not an expert. Um, you need to talk to a nutritionist or a, a grazing management course or something. Um, yeah, over me. But what I want to talk about is actually measuring the amount of feed on offer, food on offer uh, that you have in a paddock. Now, the reason why I, I do know a little bit about this one is in a past role, um, we did a lot of forage trials, a lot of grazing trials. And basically, that involved planting a whole heap of different oats varieties and a whole heap of different other forages. We had a few ryegrasses, we had brassicas, we had a vetch, field pea, whole heap of stuff. And um, also forage sorghums, did a few summer forages. And we would um, have to go through and cut all of them and weigh them out and uh, come up with the amount of dry matter feed that was available there on offer. So you'll see a lot of like ruler type things or, you know, there's the Coke can rule or there's there's a few different things that you know you'll you'll see about it field days. Um, you know, I've probably got about a dozen of those those pasture meters, which just look like a little ruler with different notches on it to give you an idea of how much uh, feed is actually available there. Well, they work really well in certain types of pasture, and uh, in other types they are complete rubbish. They would not work in the slightest in my country uh given that you know we're mainly native grasses and uh they're mostly developed on you know improved pastures sort of in dairy country or on the tablelands you know where you've got a real like a, a ryegrass fescue that sort of pasture mix but you can still use them you've just got to calibrate them to get a bit of an idea as to you know what it correlates to in your pasture so the way to do that's fairly simple uh, for the sake of easy maths, you get a metre by metre square, you cut that, uh, you take that, you weigh the wet weight, that gives you the, the total weight there, you then take a subsample out of that while it's wet, you weigh that again, and then you dry it out. So you can put that in, say, uh, an oven, uh, like, you know, you can either tie up your house oven for a week or you get a little pie warmer or something fairly cheap. Run it at about 60 degrees and that dries it right out. You run that for a few days. You dry it out, get rid of all the moisture in there and then you weigh it again and you work out how much dry matter was left there, what percentage the dry matter is of that original weight and then you uh, times that by that original wet cut that you did and then you work that out to kilos or tonnes per hectare. Um, you know, if you've measured in, in kilos... Uh, that original square metre, uh, you times that by 10,000 
and that's how many kilos per hectare uh, you have there. So the other way of doing it is just times it by 10 and you've got your tonnes per hectare. Fairly simple. So that's nice and easy. Uh, and then, of course, you know, you, you sort of work out your grazing heights, you, you know what sort of level you, you graze your country to, you, you take a cut there at that lower height, work out how much feed you've got left in the paddock, you take a cut when you start grazing, so you work out how much feed you've, you've got in your paddock. And the other thing you do, instead of, you know, drying that subsample yourself for, I think, 60, 70 bucks, it's not much, you can send it down to feed test, uh, DPI feed test down in Wagga, just Google it, uh, hit them up, send them an email, they'll send you some feed test bags for free and uh, you just send your feed samples down to them and they will, you know, they will do the dry matter in their testing. They'll also, you know, tell you how much fibre, how much protein, how much uh, energy, you know, is available in those feeds and, and really help you there with your budgeting. And so the reason why I'm a big fan of, of doing actual cuts over the, the actual... Um, like the, the ruler type thing, is um, we used to use a thing called a, uh, well, we tried to use a thing called a rising plate meter. So basically it's just a big disc on a stick and you uh, you plonk it down in your pasture and the plate sits on top of the pasture, the stick goes to the ground and, uh, yeah, it measures how much feed is is actually available there. So we went through, we took plate meter measurements of all these different oats varieties and then went back through and uh, took dry matter cuts from all those different varieties and tried to correlate them against the plate meter reading. And uh, when I whacked it all into a spreadsheet and graphed it up to try and do a line of best fit and work out, you know, what, what formula we needed to do to co convert that plate meter reading to a um, tonnes per hectare, I couldn't get one. The, the graph looked like I'd just shot it with a shotgun. There was just plots everywhere. And basically that's because, you know, different plants, some stand up more, they're, they're taller, they're ropier, they, you know, they're, they're not as dense. And, uh, yeah, what we're really just measuring plant height and not actually plant biomass. But again, if you've got a uniform pasture, you know, they work brilliantly. They're very popular in dairies, very popular in New Zealand. That's actually where we bought this thing from but it just wasn't going to fit with what we were trying to do uh, in measuring all these different varieties because it was just telling us which variety was the tallest really, not which one had the most biomass. And a fun little side note uh, that, you know, something I noticed when I was doing all these trials. So, you know, you, you've got like a, a knee-high oats crop and you've got a forage sorghum crop up over your head. Believe it or not, they've got about the same amount of feed per hectare. I'm sure those that, you know, graze both would have worked that out from stocking density. But it's just a bit interesting to tell someone when they're, they're telling you, you know, how great this, this forage sorghum is, look how tall it is, look how great it is. Um, it really doesn't have much more feed than a good crop of oats. Obviously, you know, different seasons, different times of the year, but, um, you know, you can use that knowledge just to, to plan your areas and your stocking densities. So anyway, that's basically it from me. If you're trying to work out how much pasture you've got in the paddock, those rulers are useful, but only if you know how to calibrate them against the pasture that you've got. Anyway, until next time, keep at it.